All right, we're back. Graveyard Shift Movie Podcast, episode number 74. This week, uh, it was supposed to be Horror Express from 1972, but due to scheduling error, I guess, uh, it's just me. And so I decided to watch uh, Shrooms from 2007. Um, that I had never heard of. I literally went on Prime, was looking at horror movies, and this popped up, and I decided, fuck it, we're gonna watch that one. <laughs> so, uh, so I watched Shrooms, and, uh, eh. <laughs> uh, I'll rock a five. I think it's alright. Um, there's nothing special about it. Um, the end of the movie throws something in there that I'm gonna talk about that I think the movie suffered a lot from RS at the end, and they just had to come up with something at the end to try to make the ending more spicy, I guess, you know? Um, but it's alright. I, I enjoyed it, but not enough to, like, give it a, you know, like a, a six or something above to where I po- it positively, where I really liked it, but I liked it, so I, I'll give it a five. It's fine. Um, but hey, spoiler warning for Shrooms, if you've never seen it, which I wouldn't be surprised if you didn't, because like I said, I hadn't heard about it until um, today. So <laughs> so uh, it's very late. Thanksgiving just got done. I'm full. I've ate like three pieces of pie. So <laughs> we're going to we're going to talk about this movie. So. Spoiler alert for Shrooms, gonna ruin everything about it. You've been warned. Um, movie starts off, and we see who will end up being the main lady in the movie, who I don't remember her name. I don't remember her name. I don't remember. I remember like two people's name in this whole movie. I don't remember, but we see her running through the woods, and there's this real like uh, bluish hue. <laughs> surrounding the woods and we get a bunch of flashes of, like kids wearing potato sacks and you see like these dudes with weird faces and there's axe slashes and stuff going on uh and yeah so i like the the beginning the beginning set like a re- going into it i mean the movie's called shrooms so you expect like a trippy you know psychological and the opening of the movie i think put me in that mind frame of what I expected going into it. Um, so I like the intro of her running and all the flashes of everything happening. Um, the, uh, we pan over and, uh, we meet through that lady that was running in the woods, the main character and her friend, I believe this is Holly. Cause I only know Holly's one of the names I know. I think she's with her friend, Holly and they're boarding a plane to fly to Ireland, where they're going to meet with this guy who the main lady is, like, kind of in a relationship with. But they never really go into it more than that. Um, but he also is, like, their trip guide or whatever. He's the one that's taking them to where they're going to eat all these shrooms and stuff. She literally has the line where she's like, I'm here with the rest of you guys to see Ireland and do shrooms. Like, literally... 15 seconds, not 15, like a a minute into the movie, they're saying, like, they say shrooms a lot throughout this movie. Um, 
like more than I think normal people do. Like I think they really added in a lot of shrooms just to keep pushing that point forward. That hey, the movie's called Shrooms, you know. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, but they land at the airport. Um, we get introduced to uh this jock kind of character who throughout the movie I guess dude's known for taking a lot of steroids and stuff because they're like I hate how the steroids affect your personality and stuff it's real weird um and his name I thought throughout the whole movie was Pluto but it's even dumber than Pluto it's Bluto so (laughs) the whole movie this tough guy they're like hey Bluto come here (laughs) it's just real it's real weird but we meet Bluto and we meet um this dude who I'm gonna refer to through this movie as hippie who he literally has long hair and like a beanie and he just looks like a hippie he at first I literally thought he was the stoner from Freddy versus Jason that smokes pot with the Freddy caterpillar and stuff and Freddy goes into his body but it's not it's it's some other guy but uh you want to know who it is? The guy playing the hippie guy is um, homie from uh, Waiting. Um, T-Dog, I think, was his name. He was the one that was hanging out with Andy Milanakis, like in the back, the delinquents and stuff. He was also in the uh, Holes. He was zigzagging Holes. So shout out, to <laughs> shout out to the hippie dude in this movie. He was definitely the person I recognized the most. Um, but yeah, we meet them. Uh, Bluto is talking about how he's never done shrooms before, and he's like, "Is it gonna fuck me up, bro?" And they're like, "No, nah, it's just a, it's just a psych, it's just a psycho." No, no, I can do it. hallucinogen. There we go. Uh, he's like, "Those steroids are way worse for you, you know." And so that's our first line of him doing steroids and stuff. Um. But anyway, uh, they they all meet up in the airport. They walk out the front door and they meet up with uh, the guy who's taking them to where they're gonna trip, and uh, and basically his whole thing is like he has a whole uh, a spot planned out. He's like, this is so you can be around the right people in the right place. Uh, I will say though, they are pussies and they're making like magic mushroom tea instead of just eating that shit like a like a G. Um, but yeah, they're making, they're making tea for everyone to trip and stuff. And they load into this like really beat up looking van and shit. Um, as they're driving along, they pass by like this car that's just chilling out in the woods in the middle of nowhere. And the, the Irish dude that picked them up starts telling them that they have these people who there was a name for him, but I don't remember the name, but he's like, uh, he's like, they go out and they start making out in their cars and people will watch them, and they like if they flash their lights three times. That means they want you to come and join them and shit. And Bluto is like, "Oh, that sounds like a good time to me," you know, because th- his whole character is like hornball, uh, steroid jockhead and shit. Um, so yeah, they they talk about that, and then as they're driving, they just hit something in the out, out of nowhere, and it's so fast, like, I couldn't even tell. I was like, is this going to be one of the things where they hit, like, who's going to be the killer of the movie or something, you know? Um, but they get out, and they go walking over to the ditch. And this thing's laying in the ditch. And the whole time, they're like, oh, poor thing, and it's so sad. I can't tell you what the fuck they hit. Like, it's just sitting there. You can see it very shallowly breathing. 
and I have no idea what this thing is. And then it like just sort of looks up at, oh, there's also a line I hated where the main girl, it was either the main girl or Holly, her friend. Um, also, another girl pops up. Holly and this other girl look very similar, at least to me in my caveman brain. Um, but one of them is dating Bluto, and then one of them is dating the hippie guy. Um, so I want to say it's Holly. She has a line where she's like, oh, poor thing. Maybe we should take it to the vet and have it humanely destroyed. And I was like, first off, no one says take it to the vet and have it humanely destroyed, you know? But I was like, you're going to wait around while this thing's like, uh, you know, in pain. It, just, I, it, it rubbed me the wrong. But it ends up like moving its head and looking at Bluto, who's holding like a, a tire jack or whatever. And so he just caves in its head. And for some reason, that makes him the bad guy. Like, uh, I think Holly is like, you're a monster. And the main girl is like, how would you like if someone did that to you? And the whole time I was like, he did what was right. Like, if you hit an animal and the, you can tell it's not going to make it, you're supposed to, like, stomp him out <laughs> and, like, and end his suffering. But, I, yeah, it was just... A, also, it ended up being, um, as I... It was like a it was like a lamb or something. It, was like, it looked like... Goddamn. It was like... A, it looked like Black Phillip or Black Walder... Yeah, Black Phillip from uh, The Witch. Um, and there was, like, no damage to the van. And after seeing what they hit, I was like, you definitely would have had, like, a dent or something, you know? Um, but anyway, they kill the thing. The girls are upset for some reason. Like I said, I still don't understand that. Um, and then it does a cool shot where it, like, goes around the guy's shoulder. And we see standing behind him are just two dudes with axes. And you're like... <laughs> you're like oh shit what, <laughs> what's up with you guys you know and so they turn around and they're the guy dude he says oh this this is their dinner they just want their dinner so he like drags it over to him and gives it to him and they like are super like they grab him they're like <laughs> and they're like dragging it off and shit oh my god what is this the island of dr moreau and um, they're apparently they're called like the indigenous people uh, and stuff. And uh, as they're running away, fucking Bluto is like, yeah, crack of motherfuckers. <laughs> and um, and the friends like are like, shut up, idiot. You're going to get us in trouble. Um, but I saw that and I was like, is this going to be like, um, you know, another one of these ooh, woods hillbilly like uh cannibal movies like kind of wrong turnish um but yeah so as soon as i saw that, i was like where are these guys going i hate seeing characters like that nowadays it's so just overplayed and stuff um so they get to the area that they're gonna stop and as they're getting out the guy dude is like hey out here we don't have any cell phones like you're gonna be tripping people start calling their mom start telling them how they're getting chased by you know giant cockroaches and also, and it just embarrasses you, you know? So everyone gives up their phone, except for Bluto, who just feels too vulnerable without it. He's like, man, this is my whole connection to the world or whatever. So the guide gives him the keys to the car in return for his phone. He gives him, like, all the keys and shit. Um, so Bluto ends up making it, and he takes the keys. Uh... 
So that day, they literally, like, go out and pick fresh shrooms. There's not just, like, they went and it was already ready to go. Like, they go to this forest where they're growing and they're, like, picking them out and shit. And he's he shows them, like, the ones they want to pick. He's like, the, you know, these are commonly known as the magic mushrooms. They got the nipples on the cap and, you know, all this shit. And so they're out picking mushrooms. Um, one girl, I, I don't remember who, but one of them goes to lean and pick over this, uh, this mushroom, but the guide stops her real fast and he's like, no, these are the most dangerous mushrooms, you know, in the world or whatever. And I don't remember if they had a name, but it looks exactly like the magic mushrooms, except the nipple is like black. So I always for I just have it written down as like black nipple throughout my notes. Um, but he he's like she's like what happens if I eat it, and dude's like your heart will explode, and I was like oh shit, <laughs> but he's talking about his heart will explode, uh like the ancients back in the day believed it was a portal to another dimension, and like they could talk to the dead, and they could see the future with premonitions and all this shit, and he's like don't eat it don't eat it <laughs> you know, um so after that we go. And we see the main girl walking around, and she comes across uh, Bluto, who's trying to sleep with uh, the hippie guy's girlfriend out in the woods. And she sort of, like, shakes him off, and he's like, that's all right. I, I wouldn't have hooked up with you anyway, you know, one of those deals. Uh, but after she sees that, she starts to backtrack, and she, like, trips over and lands on a rock. And she's like, ah, shit, you know? And then when she looks on the rock, on the rock is the black nipple mushroom. And this girl just straight up, she doesn't pick it for any of her friends. Like, uh, she just straight up like, and just bites off the cap. And instantly we see like her world and it goes into this like dream where the screen It'll be like black bar, black bar, and then like white center or whatever. And in her dream, she like starts to make out with uh, her boyfriend, the tour guide. But then also at the same time, her the tour guide is coming to look for her. But then we go back to the real world and she's like on the ground, and she, you know, shaking and all this shit. And uh, dude comes over and he's like, oh, fuck, you know, what's that? He starts giving mouth to mouth. He's banging on her chest. And then she goes, like, still. And I remember thinking, like, oh, shit. Because the, the whole movie, they it makes it kind of very obvious that this is going to be the main lady. And I was like, damn, if they just kill off who you think is going to be the main person this fast. But no, she, like, wakes up right after she goes all still. And um, she tells the dude, she's like, I... I knew you would come save me. It was in my, I saw it in my, my vision or whatever. Uh, which to me, like, I don't know. It just seemed like she was dreaming about making out with that guy. I didn't really see that being, he was coming to save her. Um, but he's like, listen, you're fucked up. We gotta get you, you know, back to the place. So she's technically okay, but dude is like, or someone has a line later, it might even be her, where they're like, she overdosed on the heroin of mushrooms or whatever. Um, so she's out of the danger zone, but she's like still super tripping because it's still in her system. So they get her back to camp. Uh, she gets in the tent and they like give her a bunch of water and shit. And they're like, you just need to hydrate. Um, 
as she's tripping, she can like hear conversations going on around her where it's between like the tour guide and one of her friends. And it, it was a nice conversation. I thought it was going to go the route of like they hear them, her, them cheating or something. Um, but it was like the friend being like, being like, you like her. And he's like, yeah, I just want to protect her. And she's like, if you hurt her, I'll kill you or whatever. So I thought that was it. It, it went past what I thought they were going to do, where I thought they were going to be like, ah, she's a bitch, you know, or something like that. But no, it was like a nice little conversation. Um, that night they're sitting around uh, the campfire and they asked the tour guide dude for like a ghost story or something. So uh, he starts to tell them a story about the Black Knights of something, something, something. Uh, who I believed when he was telling it, it sounded like this took place like centuries ago. Like it was some medieval shit, right? But throughout the movie, I think that this Black Knight organization was just called like the Black Knight. I don't think they were actual knights, you know? I think this took place maybe, I don't know, a couple decades before. I think it's much more recent, this story that he's talking about. Uh, only for a, a couple a couple reasons later. But uh, apparently, this one dude, the Black Brother, uh, I don't remember if he had a name. I just remember they call him the Black Brother. But he was a he was a mean dude, and he used to like beat kids and stuff. And one day, there were these two twins who, I don't even remember if they did anything. I think he might have just come across them. But he took one of the kids and hanged him in front of the other twin and made the twin watch it. Uh, and from that day on, they called that twin the Lonely Twin, and he always held a grudge against that black brother. And there was a bunch of, I think they were Catholic or something, there was a bunch of religious stuff about it too. And, like, a couple years go by or something, and finally he goes and picks a bunch of mushrooms and puts it, like, in the guy's tea that night uh, to mess with him. But the guy phrases it where he's like, but who, all that Catholic rage... Uh, would be unleashed or something. And I don't know if you guys keep up with some of the controversies or controversial, fuck it, the controversies surrounding the Catholic Church, but I was like, oh shit, is he going to just start raping, you know? <laughs> like, um, but no, he ends up just murdering people. He murdered uh, 78 people, um... And the only person who survived was, like, this feral kid who lived with the dogs down in the cellar or something. Um, but two, the two bodies that were never found were the black brother and the lonely twin. And dude says that they still roam the woods and people get stones thrown at them and all this shit. And at this point, uh, the people around the fire, like the girls, are like, alright, that's enough of this story. Um... And also, as they're telling us, homegirl in the tent can hear all this. And we get, like, flashes through her trip of the story and stuff. And I felt for homegirl. Because uh, I, I don't know if any of you have ever had experiences with uh, psychedelics. But, man, like, the, what you might not think is scary now is the scariest shit. Like, I watched uh, the first episode of Adventure Time ever was, like, candy people zombies or something they came out of the ground i just remember watching it and they were had like the sound where the like, just in the background the scariest thing i've ever watched in my life i turned, <laughs> I turned it off um but anyway uh the next day um 
or no, it was that night. A uh, hippie dude is in his tent with his girlfriend and they're trying to bang. But the girl sees like someone outside and she's like, hey, something. And he's like, baby, it's just a trip, you know, trying to get her to keep going. Uh, so they start kissing again. But then he sees the shadow this time. And so he gets out and thinks that it's Bluto over in the other tent. Bluto's like perving on him, you know. So he goes over and gets Blue out of the tent. And he's like, you fucking pervert. You're you spying on us and all this shit. And Blue is like, no, nah, bro. And as of me, you know. And the hippie's girlfriend is like, hey, you're going to get hurt. Calm down. And, <laughs> and I like that. The hippie goes, no, it's okay. I know martial arts. Oh, <laughs> he just gets rocked in the face. And, uh, and he's like, ah, you asshole. You punch me in the face. You'll punch people in the face. <laughs> like, that was pretty funny. Um, pathetic. Don't, Troy. Why not? You're gonna get hurt. No, 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 it's okay. I know martial arts. It's okay. Oh, oh my god. Are you okay? Shit, sorry. Oh. Broke my fucking nose. Fuck oh. you! God, you don't okay? hit people in the face! But yeah, and, the, and then like everyone starts arguing. Bluto's girlfriend, or no, uh, the hippie's girlfriend starts arguing with Bluto's girlfriend. And it's like maybe uh, if you would pay him more attention, he wouldn't be peeking looks at me every time you turn around or something like that. Um, yeah, and they all start arguing, and then the, the tour guy dude comes over and kind of defuses the whole situation. So then, after they're settled down, uh, Bluto goes back in his tent with his girl, but she, like, kicks him out, because she's upset at him. So he goes and drinks, like, even more, uh, shrooms. And then he goes wandering through the woods. And as he's wandering through the woods, he sees, like... This naked chick. I don't know if it was supposed to be like his girlfriend or if it was just a random naked chick, but he sees like this naked chick walking through the woods and he is super excited to go follow her. But her movements are like, you know, like them real, like, uh, jaggedy movements in horror movies like that. And I was like, come on, man. <laughs> I was like, no, no. <laughs> so he goes to follow and then you hear, I wouldn't do that if I were you. And he turns over and there's just a fucking cow. <laughs> It's just a cow sitting there. And um, the cow is like, hey, man, you're fucked up. And the dude's like, I know I'm fucked up. And the cow is like, nah, like dead fucked up. Uh, and the dude goes, you're just a fucking cow, man. And the cow goes, yeah, a fucking cow that can fucking talk, you know. Uh, and Bluto doesn't listen to him. He's like, fuck you, man. He goes walking away. So Bluto goes and he ends up coming across the uh, car that they saw earlier when they were coming into town. And as he comes up near it, it flashes its lights three times. And so he's like, yeah, he like runs at the window. And he's like, come on, man. Come on, let me in there. Let me have some. <laughs> like, it's really weird. Uh, and the window ends up rolling down. And it rolls down just a little bit. And you can see like the forehead of someone. And uh, he's like, all right, you want to see it? And so he like whips out his dick. And then whoever this, or whatever this is in the car, presumably starts to suck him off. Because he's like, oh, yeah, oh, you know. Um, he also has these, I haven't mentioned them because they never play a part in the story really. But he has these super bad, uh, like those knuckle rings that cover two knuckles or whatever. But over here it's like death. And over here it's coma. Where, you know, when he's fighting or whatever. But the only reason I mention that is because you can see them when he's like grabbing the hood of the car. Um, so anyway, uh, as he's like, this is happening, 
like vines start to come over his hands and stuff. And I thought we were about to get evil daddy. Um, but then he like looks down and it looks like, like a, a cow skull maybe, or something. It, lo- it's some- it looks like some type of skull to me is on his dick. And he's like, ah, and he kicks it off. Um, and the vines go away or whatever. But then the window rolls down more and, uh, this guy pops up and he has like this weird, real weird looking face and shit. Um, and he pulls, he pulls Bluto's dick off. (laughs) I think you even, it, he dropped, goes back and you see it, but I'm not sure if you actually see like where it got cut off or just like blood on his crotch. Um, but yeah, his dick gets pulled off. Uh, this dude with black robe, like black robe, wearing a black robe, gets out of the car and like follows him and does this thing where he like puts his foot on his shoulder and then comes down with an axe. Uh, and as it does that, it, it like goes and the main girl wakes up and immediately I was like, oh shit. Um, well we, uh, but I was like, oh, it's one of her visions. Um, so she goes to check on Bluto in the tent next to her and he's gone. So she's like, fuck. So she goes walking through the woods and she manages to come across him. And he's taught, he's talking to that cow that was out there. And she's like, Hey, you need to get back to camp. You're tripping really bad, you know? And so she gets him back to camp. He like tries to hit on her again. And she's like, no, go to sleep. Um, so she gets him back to sleep. She goes back in her tent that she's sharing with the uh, tour guide dude. And everyone goes to sleep the next morning. Um, she wakes up or no, we go and, uh, Bluto's girlfriend wakes up and like her hair is cut off and there's like, cut, uh, she still looks fine, but you know, some chunks of hair are cut off and there's a pair of scissors and she's like that asshole. Cause Bluto's nowhere to be seen. So she thinks Bluto pulled the, sh- sorry, pulled this trick on her and then bounce, you know, and he's walking around. Um, so they get out. Everyone starts to look for Bluto. But then at some point they just like give up because then everyone starts drinking mushroom tea except for a uh, homegirl. But she's still tripping from those black nipple mushrooms. So as they're drinking the mushroom tea, like by this lake, they find uh, Bluto's shorts and like his boots. And that makes them go, all right, maybe we should call the police. So they go to the car to call the police. Also, the whole thing with Bluto getting the keys never really comes back. I don't remember it coming. So it just seemed weird that that was in the movie. Um, but they go to the car and the phones are gone. And the tour guide's like, that fucker, he, you know, stole the phones or whatever. Because they just think Bluto is like tripping and he's pulling pranks on everyone. Um, so uh, they go walking through the woods again. And it's the main girl and Holly and the other girl. Uh, who at this point are still like just bitching at each other. Um, the main girl starts to get a little bit ahead of them. And then she starts looking out in the distance and starts talking about there's people. I see people, you know, uh, and she's standing there for a while. And eventually the black robe dude pops up. And so she starts to run back and she's like, we got to go now. They're coming, you know. So the other two girls get up and they start running. Uh, I don't they never see them. But they start running, right? And eventually they stop uh, after a while. And they're taking a breath. And that's when the main girl is like, oh, oh I saw, it was the same guy I saw from my dream the other night. And so Bluto's girl 
is like really you're getting us worked up for something you saw in a dream and then it pans over to uh the hippie's girlfriend and she's standing there and she's like i wish i never had those shrooms (laughs) i was like i feel you girl i know what you're going through um but then as that happens like then they start fucking arguing about bluto checking that one girl out again so they start to fight and they end up just rolling down this hill together uh hippie girlfriend gets stuck on something and the bluto's girlfriend ends up rolling a little further down into this ditch and so she's like guys come on help me out of here you know um and so as she's waiting she sees like a hand that she thinks is there to you know help her so she goes and grabs it and pulls it turns out it's bluto's body and he comes and falls over on them. And so they're like, oh shit. Because now we have a confirmed death in this movie with Bluto. Even though they, the one girl tries to say they're just tripping. But the main girl, they have put already a thing in the movie where they're like, no one can have the same trip. So the lady's like, listen, there's no way we're all having this trip. So they know it's real. Um, then the, like the, I think the black robe dude shows up again and they run away again and they get to where the main girl is like hiding behind this tree uh, from the black robe guy. And she's hiding there. And then you have a scene where a shadow starts to come over her. And she looks up and her face is like. Like that's her face when she's looking up. It was really bad. I was like, all right. <laughs> so, so she does this really bad scared face. Uh, she runs, she's like, we gotta go, they're coming, you know, and then there's like this twig or piece of a stick that's hanging off of a tree, and actually, it looks like it goes in her eye, I thought we were about to go into some gruesome shit, where she's like blinded in her eye now, but I guess it ended up just like cutting the side of her head or something, but she, she falls down, uh, and she's like, oh god, and she goes all trippy, and we go see... It starts to be her vision, but then it goes into, like, what the real movie looks like. So you're kind of left up to, like, is this really happening or is this just, you know, her vision? Um, and we're back to uh, the hippie's girlfriend. And she comes across this hut. Uh, and it's the indigenous people from earlier. And I really... I guess the movie kind of does. But she gets to the indigenous people... And she asks for their help. And they're like, oh, come in, you know. And I really wanted this movie to do like a... Because everyone's watching this, I'm sure, is like, these fuckers are, you know, going to kill her or something. I really wanted this movie to end up being like the indigenous people help. And like, they're good people. And I guess kind of when we get into... Like, they're not bad, but like... I don't know. I just wish they were more of a help i wish they would have been like all right let's do this you know because she's like something's trying to kill me out there they go earlier they just seem like bumbling idiots where they were like you know but now in here they're like also i had to turn on the subtitles for they're super irish so i had to turn on subtitles for this part and they're just like they're talking creepy they're slobbering all over the place um she asks if they have a phone and the guy's like are you right over there mate that's not (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's not but she gets the phone and she dials it and it doesn't work 
And the guy's like, you just asked if we had a phone, not if it worked, you know. And one of those fucking dad jokes, like, hey, dad, can you hand me this? And he's like, I can. Will you hand me this? And he's like, oh, yeah, I will. You know, one of those things. Um, but they're being real creepy. They tell her that it's the Black Knight doing all this shit. Um, she asks, can I go to the bathroom? They say it's the Black Knight, but they say it could be worse. It could be that uh, lonely twin dude or whatever. Um, she has to go to the bathroom and they're like, it's down the hall. So she goes in the bathroom, locks the door. And like immediately, the second she's in there, something just starts attacking the men in the, um, in the room and like kicks them out of the house, gets them out of the house. And so she's like looking through this little hole. There ends up being a random ax that's in this bathroom that she grabs hold of. And as she's like looking through this little hole, uh, we it does like a class and it's like the eye of whoever this is and the arm reaches through and she axes it and then it cuts back over to uh, over to um, what is this hold on okay right, so yeah so she cuts it and then we get a bunch of flashes of like what's gonna be the future of like the guys following the girl with the axe and being like there's no no one here and stuff and all this random shit um. So anyway, after that, we go back to uh, the tour guide and the hippie, and they're at like a lake, and as they're there, they just hear people calling their name, and they're like, let's get the fuck out of here, you know? And so they start to turn, and hippie falls over and lands right next to um, Bluto's severed hand. So now everyone knows that the girls know he's dead and then the guy's just found his hand. Well, I guess he could still be alive without the hand. But presumably they're like, all right, he's dead. So they're like, oh shit, it's Bluto's hand, you know? Um, and uh, and then a- after that happens, they start getting pelted with the rocks like from the story. And so they're like, we gotta get out of here. <laughs> so they run away. Um, they end up being, they find out they're on separate sides of the river from the girls and they're like they can't hear it so they're like we'll meet you down at uh the you know at some place um the uh the girl then as they're walking uh we're with the main girl and holly now the main girl has another little freak out session where she's twisting and shit and we see some more flashes to the future and she tells holly um that she can see in the future. She knows what's going to happen. And so Holly like pushes her over into the lake. And she's like, see, you didn't see that one coming. And I was like, ah, that's a good one, Holly. Um, <laughs> but, but, uh, but, uh, yeah, after that, or no, it's, I'm sorry. She tells the girl that she can see the future. She gets pushed over into the lake. She's like, you didn't see that coming. And then she starts to trip out again. And we see the girl, uh, the hippie girlfriend's girl running from just some weird thing, which I think when I'm thinking about, I think it's supposed to be the kid who was feral with the dogs. That's kind of how I took it. Um, but it's chasing her and she's like hiding up in this tree and the two dudes are down there and they're like, come on, you're good. But then the older guy of the two indigenous people gets killed and she, um, she is, like bounces after that and she comes across something which 
I'm not sure if this is supposed to be the Lonely Twin. I think the Lonely Twin is in here somewhere. Cause spoiler, when I looked it up, apparently um, Joffrey from Game of Thrones plays the Lonely Twin, and I don't know if I missed him or what. I might have zoned out at some point and missed him. But uh, she comes across what might be the Lonely Twin, or it might be another feral fucking thing, because it kind of looks like the thing that was chasing her. But it's like in a corner and she's like hey i got some candy you know um and so she's like i just want to be your friend and she's reaching out candy but then it does like and it cuts away um and we get a bunch of cuts of like an axe in the water and a head and all this shit and so um the main girl oh i'm sorry i have it written down in my notes so holly was the girl that was getting chased so i don't know this girl's name that's with the main girl um the main girl comes out of her trip and tells the girl that she's with that Holly's dead. And she's like, how do you know? And she's like, look over there. So uh, the girl she's with goes and walks over to the water and she sees the uh, bloodied axe. And then the main girl is like, walk a little further. So she goes out and she comes across uh, Holly's head. And she's like, oh, you know. And so the main girl's like, I can see the future. I'm telling you. And so, uh, the other one is like, well, who's next? And the main girl goes, I am. <laughs> and so, <laughs> the friend is like, well, I'm out of here. <laughs> she just goes running, which I guess is to distance herself as far as way as possible from the person who she knows is in danger. Um, but as she distances herself, uh, we see another, like, vision of the girl walking through like waist high water. And then what comes, I think it's like a big shillelagh or something comes and floats up behind her. And so she turns around in the water to look at it. But then as she's turned around, the black robe dude comes up who I think is supposed to be the black brother maybe. Um, and he comes up behind her and then does like a jumps at her and kills her. Um, then I wrote down in my notes, I get mad at her later, but I'll give her credit here, because main girl, when she goes to leave, she takes the axe that's in the water, and I was like, shout out to her. You know, I don't know how many movies we watch where these people just leave the axe sitting there, but she takes it, and I was very proud of her of that. Um, but she comes across the, the dead friend or whatever, and she's like, oh, you know. Uh, and so she gets to the mainland, and she ends up finding the school. And the reason I say I think this story that they told from earlier was just a couple days is because they keep mentioning, like, because of the feral thing, she's like, you're the kid from that school, aren't you? So I think it was this the school that's just here. I, yeah, I don't, but the story seems so old to me. I thought it was medieval times, but I think this was the, you know, a couple decades maybe because the school, she comes across what I think is the location of the story, which is a school. Um... But she finds the school, creepy stuff's happening, um, the guys are also there, they end up in this room where they're like, locked in the room, and, like, a knife is stuck through the wall and shit, um, the, the main girl, we cut back to her, she's walking down the hall, and, like, the black brother or whatever, like, slides in between her legs and was like oh you know and she goes to like butt him in the head with the axe but he flashes or vanishes out of the way um the uh the we go back to the guys and the hippie guy is trying to go through this other exit and he ends up running into one of these little baghead kids that we had seen from the opening of the movie who stabs him in the stomach um 
and so he's dead. Um, the tour guy dude starts getting chased by something. I don't remember what it was. Um, and he fucking, <laughs> he fucking just dolphin dives over this balcony. And I mean, just shatters his leg. We see it with when the girl comes out and finds him and he's just like, ah, <laughs> his leg is just destroyed. Um, they make them somehow in this time they she like puts tourniquet or a little thing on it and builds like this crutch and they hobble off um they go and like start to hide from something but then as the girl is looking away with the axe to like fight whatever's coming near it ends up coming behind and down off of the tree once again to land on top of the tour guide and kill him somehow. I'm not even sure what it does. Like, uh, it, it looks like it maybe chops him in the back or something. But he falls down. He's bleeding. The girl comes over and is, like, holding him. Um, and he's like, Susie, I love you. And he dies. Like, I don't remember if her name was actually Susie. But it just, like, we don't know what their relationship, the whole thing about them was, like, I, the girl doesn't even ever really say they're in a relationship. And it, it was just weird that that was like, obviously they were much closer than what they made out to be, you know? Um, but anyway, uh, the, once again, the something's coming for the girl, she gets up, starts running. Um, and you see it like shambling after her, whatever it is, but she ends up like tripping and everything goes black. And I was kind of like, is that the end of the, oh, god damn, drop my phone. <laughs> I was kind of like, is that the end of the movie? Like, is she just dead? But she ends up waking up, and there's a helicopter above her. And we see that she's being airlifted up. And so you're like, oh, shit, you know. So they get her out of the woods. Um, they take her back to where that campsite was. And you see the cops going through the van and everything. Um, and as, they're, as she's in the back of the ambulance getting checked out, we see the younger indigenous guy getting arrested. Um, and so all the crimes are being blamed on him, but she's sitting there and she's like, it wasn't him. It wasn't him, you know? Um, and so, uh, he gets arrested. They drive off the ambulance gets loaded. They start driving off. And then this is where I say, I feel like the movie was like, Hmm, this ending feels like it's missing something. Why don't we throw in a twist? And like, even though in the back of my mind the whole movie i kind of think the twist is coming it just doesn't feel like it was fleshed out at all like it just feels like they threw it in there um and the big twist is that uh the main girl was the one killing everyone we see her like killing the bluto and killing the hippie and killing her the boyfriend and like talking to her where she's like i love you too and or like talking to herself and all this stuff and so they kind of leave it open-ended to where, like, were the, was the shrooms what was making her kill people? Or was it just her? Because they have a line, even before they took the shrooms, where it cuts back. And we see when she killed, when the homeboy killed the, the, the sheep or whatever that they hit, she's the one that was like, how would you like if someone did that to you? So I was like, is her whole inspiration for this movie that this guy killed the sheep that was gonna die and they were, like 
I don't. But the whole twist of her killing everyone just seems so tacked on. Like it doesn't. I, I don't know. It didn't need to be. The ending felt really flat either way. And to throw in that just felt cheap. Like they were just trying for a shock. Um, but anyway, we see her that she killed everyone. And then she's like, hey, can you help me to the ambulance guy? And she ends up like killing him. And she does like, a, and she's up on the glass with like a pair of bloody scissors looking at the camera. Uh, and then we get another shot of her running through the woods. And that is the end of Shrooms. All right, well, let's do um, best of, worst of for Shrooms. Um, my best of, I think, is going to have to be the little bit with the fight of the guy being like, I know martial arts. Ah, <laughs> just getting wrecked and being like, you're not supposed to punch people in the face, you know? Um just because I, it was just funny. If there was another time I could, it was probably, once again, it was not like a sophisticated answer. It was probably the guy talking to the cow. I like that part too. Um, and then worst of, honestly, man, like, I might say the twist is my worst of. The twist that she killed everybody. It just felt so, just it, out of nowhere. I don't know. I didn't like it. Um, but also the main girl apparently is called, uh, Tara. So let's see the tour guy's name was Jake. The hippie's name was Troy. That's a shitty name. And then the other, the, the other girl was Lisa. There you go. Um, yeah, but anyway, the, yeah, the twist, it just felt tacked on. We didn't need it. Um, but, you know, it's not my movie. So who am I to... <laughs> uh, this movie had a box office of $4.9 million. Uh, I didn't see a budget. Let me see if I can find a little a budget real fast, guys. Uh, not there. I can do this. Hold on. Hold on, I'm gonna do this. I can't do it. I didn't find it, but uh, yeah, 4.9 million, which doesn't it like um, I don't know how many theaters this guy I've, like never heard of this movie literally until today when I just came across it on Prime and was like I'll watch that, you know. Um, but like I said, I think it was fine. It's nothing that's gonna change the game, um, which not every movie needs to. But it has moments. The twist, like I said, I still... Eh, the twist just felt really tacked on. Um, but it was alright. I am I feel confident with a 5. Uh, but anyway. Alright, guys. Well, thanks for watching. Uh, next week, we should be back to uh, me and Mav again. Uh, we should be doing Horror Express with Christopher Lee. Uh, I might, I, I watched it already last week, so I already know how I feel about it. I don't know if Mavericks watched it. Um, but try, I have some fucking thoughts on that movie too, trust me. Uh, but yesterday, Thanksgiving, uh, Thanksgiving came out. Go check out the Thanksgiving, that was just me too. Uh, but that was a fun little, little movie to talk about. So go check out Thanksgiving. 
Uh, we're going to have shorts are coming out. Uh, what else? I feel like there might be an overtime. We may... I'm going to try to do a smoke break on that Casey Affleck movie that I want to watch for like a ghost. Ghost? Is that just the name of it? Where he's dead and he's following around his wife. Uh, so that might be coming out next week, maybe. Um, but anyway, yeah, look forward to it. So, anyway. Hope you guys had a good couple days with Thanksgiving. And today was Black Friday. If any of you guys did some shopping. Uh, I might do some shopping, too. Uh, it has, it, like I said, it's the future for me. So I haven't done any shopping. Uh, but I might. But anyway, hope you guys had a good couple days. We'll see. God damn, I'm bur I'm tell I'm full. I'm full, guys. Uh, see you next week, Horror Express. And thanks for watching. <laughs> All right, bye, guys.